Hello and welcome back to the Casual Hour, a podcast ostensibly about video games, but mostly about audio sync. I'm your host, Bobby Peace. Joining me for episode 223 of What You've Been Playing, Chase Kinnicky, the gamer on the go, and... For now. For now. And Johnny, the gamer yes. that should go. Going back to that one, huh? Yeah. I don't know. It's oldie but a goodie. Classic. Classic. Can't top the classic. How are you two doing? Yes. <clears throat> uh, you know, hanging in there. I don't know. Uh, I, I ate some Thai food today, and um, boy, are you tired? It's beating the shit out of me. Boy. Uh I am on vacation. Officially on vacation. I can tell. I can tell. This is vacation. Oh, that's Bobby. a vacation, Bobby, right there. Is that yeah. why you're wearing the denim jacket? No, this is, is that your, this is, a, is that your vacation jacket. This, this is my is vacation gear. I I don't have like you know a traditional robe. I just have a the denim jacket I put on. Is it's, it nothing but Jimmy Buffett and uh, I don't know a soft fleece robe uh, for the next week no i just you told you really i'd have your joke ready before you say i don't have a robe i'm just wearing literally a jacket and a t-shirt while i'm you know partying up here it's vacation downstairs so okay great uh you disinfect that chair when we're done with the podcast oh no oh no this is gonna this is <laughs> this is right up there with bath water my friend this is gonna be on the, the dark dark web oh no um you're gonna make an nft of this jpeg chair apparently not yeah like the the bottom dropped out of NFTs. It's, Who would have thought? Over. Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll all pay a fond respect to uh, NFTs. It is no, we, no, we won't. <laughs> at the time <laughs> no, of recording, no, we won't. June second, the month of E three is upon us. We've already told you about all the games that we know are coming out. We're still working with the authorities on what games may be coming out. We'll let you know more about mm -hmm. that soon. But tonight's episode is literally just the three of you, the three of us, talking about what we've been playing, and kind of a, a, a weird, a weird. Uh, hello, hello, whoever that was. Thank you. Um, it was nice to have you here. And <laughs> um, sorry, my computer was acting super strange just now. Um, anyway. Here we are talking about the games that came, that we've been playing and some news that's been happening this we past are. week, uh, leading up to E3. There's a lot of weird shit buzzing about the internet right now. And before we get into the news, Chase, I would love for you to tell us what you've been up to since being back from the lake. Yeah, I had a had a pretty relaxing weekend. It was nice. Um, I was I was playing a lot of games. So I was playing a lot of games that we've already talked about enough here. Like I'm I'm still playing a ton of Metopia. Uh, I did get the second party. You lose your party, and uh, and you gain a, a new group of party members. So I was playing with, with that group now, which is uh, fun. Getting some new jobs and getting to do a few new things there. I still really like that game. I'm going to keep on playing it. It's it's kind of the game that I have now somewhat replaced Animal Crossing with. I uh, I got all the villager photos I wanted from Animal Crossing. So I decided you know I can maybe kind of take a break, maybe check in couple times a, a week just to see if it's it's been long. I, I'm still going to check like once every couple weeks or a couple times a week, rather, 
uh, to see if you know Jolly Red shows up and get those extra paintings. And you don't have the, you don't have need. all the paintings yet, right? Or the art? No, I am I I am missing fourteen pieces of art. So if anybody's got okay. a, the Olmec head, let me know. Okay. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I think uh, Metopia is going to be able to be that game that I wake up and play maybe an hour of before jumping into work that day. And, and that's nice. I, I think that's going to be a, a great experience to just have that. We had the quick look um, up too, by the way. That's true. Yeah, quick looks up. That was really fun to do. Uh, thank you, Bobby, for for joining me on that one and yeah, seeing all that. Yeah, was awesome. That, stupid, that absolutely stupid shit that Metopia has to offer. You, you never got back to me on Twitter, um, by the way. I've been asking hmm? Johnny. I've been asking you for a while. Like, hey, Chase. Oh, you you have a character request? Yeah. No. Well, I, you. I want you. Well, but I would like you to be uh-huh. a me emoji, not an M I I, but an M emoji. Oh, yeah. No. And, no. no, and no I, oh, I don't do that sort of thing. Five hundred me's I later. Don't. Yeah. Totally different. Those are different. Totally it's different. For a video game. Me's have been around know. since two thousand and six. I so. I just I do not use emojis. It is against. That's not an my emoji nature. though. It's a meme emoji. It's it's close worse. Enough. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's worse. Honestly, <laughs> I would rather use emoticons than any of that garbage. All but right. I also don't use challenge emoticons. accepted. Chase is an emoticon. I'm a professional writer, <laughs> and I write professionally in all aspects of life. Stephen King. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I won't capitalize things. That's like my that's my one gimme. Sometimes it's just faster to to type do not capitalize things. I sometimes okay. I've seen him like if I if I'm just if I'm just chatting yeah if I'm just chatting with Johnny and G Chat and nobody cares yeah I'll I won't capitalize anything. It's fun. Okay, um, break the law, man. Yeah, it's yeah. fun to break it's, the rules sometimes. Yeah, it's my rebellion. Uh, but emojis bridge too far. Um, so yeah, I, I've been playing a, a few other things that we've talked to death about on this show. But one thing I played that we have not talked about for a while, and I don't think we specifically talked about this part of it. Uh, I had a bunch of spare time on my hands, so I decided, what if I collected the rest of those fucking Pokemon Legends that I didn't have? Yeah. Which I, meant I got... Yeah? Okay. I remember. Mm-hmm. No, I was the only one that played this back no, then. No, I played it so. too. Oh, uh, yeah, but okay. I played it for like an hour. I played it. Do I not matter? Yeah, you, you, you played it. No, no. no. Okay. Okay. Anyway, sorry, Chase. Proceed. Yeah. Sorry, Bobby. Uh, I played the. <laughs> <laughs> I played the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC, the second one, the the Crown Tundra DLC. Yeah, uh, I played the Isle Isle of Armor, and uh, like Bobby. And I assume, like Johnny as well, uh, mm-hmm. really did not like it. It was very boring. Uh, I had a lot of problems with the way it was structured. And you get to pick one of the Urshifu styles at the end. And that's that was kind boring. of it. It was done. Boring. It was not good. No. Um, but Crown Tundra seemed like the one that was, you know, hey, look at all these legendaries we're bringing in. We're bringing in all these new legends. Uh, it's going to be a much bigger, more interesting thing. And... It is and it isn't. It's 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 more. It's more of it's that. More there's of there's that. more new Pokemon they added in the game. Um, the the legends are. I think the legends are are legitimately kind of cool. You've got you've got these Galarian versions of the the bird trio. Yeah. Uh, Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno. I, I think all of those are really interesting. <clears throat> I like the type 
the the type typing changes for that. Moltres is dark and flying now. Zapdos is fighting and flying, and Articuno, I believe, is psychic and flying. And so those those mix up what those birds were before. Um, I also find it kind of interesting that they kind of they kind of work like the the legendary beasts from from Gold and Silver, where you meet them on the the Crown Tundra and they all scatter to the different land masses of Sword and Shield. One of them will go to the Wild Area. One of them will stay on the Crown Tundra, and the other one will go to the Isle of Armor. Which meant I had to go had to go back to the Isle of Armor, which was not fun. But uh, that's still kind of fun. They're on the field, and you can go and find them there. So that stuff was fun. The uh, puzzle-based Reggies that you have to collect was yep. not too bad. Like the, the puzzles are kind of okay. And once you collect all three of the, the normal ones, or the original ones, steel, ice, and rock, then it unlocks another temple that has the two new Reggies in it, which is, is that Reggie Trizume. Yes, uh-huh, uh-huh, yep, you got it. Uh, no, it's Reggie Drago, Reggie Draco. Waiting. Uh, you guys you guys mind-melded there, you, you knew it. Um, I think it's like Reggie Drago and then Regetric or something like that. It's an electric one and it's a dragon one. Uh, the real problem is they only get let you choose one. It's the same temple, you only get to, you only get one of them, and you'd have to have a different copy of the game and play through all that shit to get the other other version. Uh, so that's a bummer. That is a bummer. I did get the dragon one. Bummer, man. I think the dragon one looks cool. I think they both look cool, but I ended up picking the dragon one. And uh, and then you're kind of done. Well, I take that back. Then there's the the one with the horses. We talked about that one on the podcast before. Yes. It's a, it's a Pokemon that also has a different Pokemon as a Yo, horse. dog, I heard you like Pokemon, and... so I gave you a Pokemon inside of your Pokemon. Yeah. And that that horse can be either ice or dark or ghost dark, or ghost. ghost. That's what um, I, I I also went with the ghost, but that's another way of them saying like, oh, you should probably play it again so you can get the the one with the ice horse too, <sighs> which is shitty. But uh, it was it was fine. It, it went by quickly. I wouldn't say I had a great time with it, and I still have the same problem that I had with Isle of Armor, which is. I'm coming to this DLC after playing Sword and Shield, which right. means I have Pokemon that are all pretty high level. Or, or like, I have a bunch of super high level ones, and then I have a bunch that are, like, 40 and below. Mm -hmm. And this DLC, everything is 65 to 70. Every single Pokemon you find on the field, right. uh, no matter how, like, you could, you could find a female Nidoran. Yeah, a, a first form Pokemon level sixty five. Like this is stupid. What whatever would I do this for? Um, and also because I've already have Pokemon Home and I've transferred all those guys from from previous games. I don't need any of these Pokemon. I am only here for the legends. It's just not a good time. I, I really wish they would have done this DLC similar to the way the the first few Fallout 3 DLCs were. Mm -hmm. If you guys remember any of that, the Operation Anchorage and the Pit, where they would take you to a new area. It, you wouldn't be a part of the Wasteland. You you lose all your shit. They, it would either be confiscated or you go into like a VR thing with Operation Anchorage. And so you have to play from scratch, which means they can provide you a balanced, interesting experience where you have to grow again. 
And then once you're once you leave that area, then you get to take all the goodies with you that you got. And I think that would have been a way more interesting way for this DLC to go. You'd have a reason to collect those Pokemon, a reason to kind of grind up some stuff again, have fun with these new creatures. And then, yeah, you get a, a couple legends that you can take back with you to the mainland. I think that would have made all the sense in the world. And it really sucked that it's just here's a bunch of level 65 stuff. I hope you have level 65 Pokemon, because if you don't, right. this is either too hard or way too easy. And for me, it was way too easy because I was just bringing in. Uh, I mostly used my level 90 uh, Galarian Surfetched, or, or not Galarian, just the regular Surfetched, who just murdered everybody because he was just so high level. Right. And it was dumb. Yeah, it's... But I got those legends, and that's what matters. Yeah, I, th I agree, Chase. And I think that the... For me, it, it kind of bummed me out that... What I really liked a lot about Sword and Shield to begin with was just like going in between towns. Like I like going from town to town. I liked what you would encounter in between them. And there was, of course, because it's the main, you know, main storyline here, as you're progressing, like the Pokemon are leveling up based off of the routes that you're on versus, okay, here's a new DLC. Here's a whole new area that's just like the other area that you had. What is it? Not Safari. What's it called again? The uh, uh Tundra. No, oh, the wild area. The wild area. So like, here's oh yeah, here's this wild area, but for the DLC, and they did that two times, which mm -hmm. again, that's fine, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right to me that that's the only way to encounter some of these Pokemon as random. Like you'll see a fully evolved Pokemon at level sixty walking about, and you just run into it. And on one hand, it's nice to know what you can avoid and what you're getting, but. I would have liked to see a little bit more story, like go between like, hey, we're adding this whole new island. We're going to have you go between some of the elements of it. Like they could have had the towers, like they could have had like different areas of learning where you wouldn't like encounter your Pokemon versus another wild area. And I ended up, I was like, okay, I'm going to start with some new Pokemon. Like I'm going to try a different a set of six here. I'm going to do my thing and go through it. And I ended up just switching back out to the team I've been using because I'm like, fuck this. Like I don't want to, I don't want to level up in the wild area because that seems like a terrible place to do it. I don't want to go back to where I was because that seems confusing. So I go with what I had, which to what you said was overpowered. And the same, so, mm -hmm. same thing. So then it's just like, all right, well, I guess like I'll just blow through it. And of course, it's not a challenge. And of course, you get frustrated because it doesn't feel great. Doesn't feel how you should. It feels like you're cheating is what it feels like. And they, all you're doing is playing the game the way that they tell you to. Like, hey, you just beat the game. You have your six. Who knows what level they are? Here's here's a whole new area and do it. And if it's just about catching Pokemon, like, that's fine. But, like, I don't only want to just catch Pokemon. Like, I want to do some of the weird shit that goes in between it. So I, I was disappointed overall with everything outside of Sword and Shield. I really like Sword and Shield quite a bit. I know that you've grown away from it. But I, I still have really fond memories of that core experience that they had and uh the dlc was a significant letdown yeah for yeah sure. there is a there is a part of me that wants to go oh you know i should just buy shield and and play through all that stuff again and get the shield uh legendary and get that other urshifu and get the other reggie version uh from from this dlc i should just do all that but then it's like, it's such a waste of time. And especially the way that just throwing all the legends into this one. There's yeah. uh, like, there's yes. a, one thing that we didn't talk about that I actually think is legitimately cool 
Um, they have a kind of roguelike style yeah. side game in the Crown Tundra, which is those those same um, in the wild area. They had those those um, keystone areas, the wishing that you had used wishing pieces on, and and those would be those max raid battles. So now they have a series of those, and it kind of looks like you're playing um, like Slay the Spire or something. So you can see the oh, typing yeah. of those creatures I and like maybe like a, a silhouette that is smoky. It's really cool. It's not so fun alone because you're still playing with four people, and the other three people can... If you don't have people to play yeah. with, you're playing with three computer players that don't necessarily use the right moves. Here's yeah, my magic card. Um, totally this one's a little bit better because they they give you decent pokemon you can't bring in your own pokemon either it's here is uh, a random selection of four pokemon that have you know ha halfway decent move sets and you pick yours and then the next person picks theirs and the next person picks and the next person picks and then you have to take that team as you go through this series of max raid battles that get progressively harder. But you get to pick the path. So if I pick a ghost Pokemon at the at the beginning of this thing, and I can now have a choice. Do I want to face the grass Pokemon or do I want to face the psychic? And I was like, well, I want to face the psychic. I have type advantage over that. and Or maybe like three of my team members have type advantage over that. So then you can go through those. Uh, and as you go through those levels, You'll get to places where, you know, somebody will offer to switch out your Pokemon or you can get some items for your Pokemon or, or heal them up at certain spots and, and anything that you catch. Actually, you don't even have to catch them. But once you beat these max raid battles, you get the option of catching these Pokemon and you can use them. You can swap them out for your Pokemon. Or if you don't do that, one of the other people on your team, CPU or not, can switch it out with their Pokemon. And and that's kind of interesting to see how that goes. And then at the end of this thing, you'll fight a legendary uh, of some sort. So uh, I played this a handful of times. I caught a Latios. Uh, I caught a Moltres. I caught a Mewtwo. So and then uh, some Ultra Beasts too showed up there as nice. well. So I caught a Zerkatry. And and that's really neat to to go through this kind of roguelike to to try to get the team members I want to get a Pokemon that I know will have type advantage at the end, and then to play this kind of mode to basically get a guaranteed legendary at the end. I, I think they can break out of the ball at the end, but so far none, nothing has for me. And, uh, and that's been really cool. I would actually love to play that with you guys at yeah, some point. I'd be down. Like maybe that could even be a stream thing that we do. Yeah. But uh, that seems really fun to have people and to strategize and actually play that. And hey, we all get some legendaries at the end, yeah. even though they're legends that we already have. I'd be down for I that. Think I, I think that's cool. That the most. Yeah, when I was for sure. The way to go. Like yeah. I, I got the legendary birds. But there's just something about that. It was easy to jump in, jump out. Yep. And at the totally. end, you got a cool. It's a neat on. idea. And the only the only downside is that it makes me discount the legends from this game. Like, would I want to go back through Shield and play all of that shit? Or do I just wait for the next Pokemon generation where they go, oh, yeah, Zamazenta or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, he's just something you can catch in this Max Raid thing now. So it doesn't matter that you right. didn't yeah. play Shield and didn't get him then. It's like, I will eventually catch them all again at some point. But it's not necessary right now.
anyway, that's that's a long winded way of saying I didn't really like the Crown Tundra DLC, but I like this one mode part of it. Um, right on. Question for the group. Mm-hmm. What Pokemon do you think in your Pokemon playing career you have caught more than any other? Pidgey. Caught more. Like you've caught more I've of definitely this killed. Yeah. I'm, including, I'm, I'm including Pokemon I... Go in this, so it's Pidgey. Well, <laughs> right. yeah, okay, I can, not, I can see not that. Not counting Pokemon, mainline Pokemon games. <laughs> Pokemon Go is a mainline yeah. Pokemon game. That's interesting because, no, it's not. Please. Don't get out of here with that shit. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's an interesting question because I try to only get one of each Pokemon when I can because I know I have those other ones and I don't need to level up another one because that would be a waste of my time. Hmm. That's interesting. We can, we can. Yeah, I, I bet. It, yeah, I mean, I bet it would be something like Eevee because I'd, oh, yeah. I'd want to get Eevee's more of the versions of Eevee. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. if you think about times you started a playthrough of a Pokemon game and maybe only sure. get to the first town. So Yeah, so like maybe like a, a Nidoran male or, or a Mankey like or something. Yeah. Like I, I especially go after those two because they're they're like the one good thing against Brock and I almost always pick Charmander. Yep. So <laughs> uh like I I wanna have those I wanna have something that's halfway decent against Brock. That's interesting. Yeah. All right, Chase. So that's all I've been playing. Cool, man. Pretty much. Well, welcome I mean, back that from the down, But I'm always playing hold down. Always in a hole down. Um, I went back to an old game. Uh, I, I got one of those new iPad Pros. And uh, a few days before the new iPad Pro came out, Divinity Original Sin 2 was announced for the iPad. Now, I've played this game a little bit on the Xbox uh, when, it, when it was first ported there. And... I really enjoyed um, what was going on with it. And I, I saw that it was a co-op game and I thought in my head, maybe I'll play this with somebody and that might be a better experience. And it's a very dense game, a very heavy game. Um, but a I think going on there. a lot yeah. going on. Uh, and so I decided to shelve it and I've had it. I think it came like in a bundle I got somewhere on my PC. So I have it there too. But I wanted a reason uh, to try it out on my my iPad and test out this new iPad with all these new graphics. And it's really cool looking. Uh, I think... Yeah, like visually, like is it... Would you say it's the on par with, with the Xbox One version? I think it looks just as good. I really do. Like, I think it looks just as good as, as what that, that version was. And it is... It's really wild. So that game can be played three ways on an iPad. You can use touch controls. You can use an actual controller with it. But you can also use a keyboard and mouse, which is pretty cool to see that integrated into a, an iPad. That's okay. The, uh, I mean, that makes sense because it yeah. supports keyboard and mouse in the operating system. Now. The other cool thing about it is it's the first. It's not the first, but it's one of the um, definitely one of the first ones that I've seen that allows two controllers to be hooked up for uh, split screen couch co-op on an iPad. So you can play this with somebody on one device, which is really cool. Um, I'm going to play that. Like I like having my iPad because I can be kicked back on the couch and and play through it. The touch controls work really well. That's what I wanted to talk about primarily. 
Um, I think a really clever way, you know, you can search the, like the area that you're in in that game. You just mm -hmm. hold on the screen with three fingers and it searches the area that you're in, like little smart gestures like oh, that. So they, they've added their own multi-touch gestures. Yeah. So game. you pull up like there's a handful, no pun intended, mm -hmm. of gestures here that you can use on the game. That makes a hell of a lot That's, of sense. That is so smart. They're, man, they're, they're such a good studio. Yeah. Like, Larian, they they do good work. Um, so I'll, I'll update that periodically. Like, this is not a new game. It's a, it's a very well-done game. It's worth talking about. This port is one of the best ports I've seen to the iPad. Um, it's $25, and it's, it's limited. Yeah, I mean, for as amount of, the amount of game and replayability that they have there, that's quite a mm -hmm. bit. Um, just a quick little note. Uh, it only works on 2018 and up iPad Pros and 2020 iPad Airs. So if you have an older iPad, it just won't work on that technology. Um, That's me. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely worth checking out if you have not played it uh, and you have the means to do it. I think that the iPad's very versatile and again, keyboard, mouse, control, touch, take it with you. Uh, Did you guys right. play the first one? Uh-huh. A uh, little bit, not a whole lot. Yep. Um, I probably put like 20 hours or something into it. I liked it a whole bunch. And these uh, are the ones that have multiplayer in them, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Like you play like a co-op thing? Yep. Yep. And I think that uh, the iPad one lets me play with, for sure, people on Mac. I don't know about console, but I can definitely play on my iPad with somebody on a Mac. But I, I, I have this... Uh, on, I think I have it on a lot of different places too, but yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. Um, and you picked the undead guy as your character, or did you make Th your own is character? It, uh, Thane, is that his name? Thane? Yeah, I, I, went, I went with Thane. Thane. I went with Thane, and I'm playing as a battle mage. Yeah. So have you, um, have you collected other members of your party yet? In not, Fort, Fort not, Joy? Not, not yet. Uh, okay. We're like really close to that right now. Cool. Yeah, I I really like how they let you dictate. You're not like if you, there's a character you really enjoy and you want to have in your party, mm -hmm. they're not confined to whatever their default class may be. So you can still have them with you, but filling in an area that you may be lacking I thought, uh, in your party. I, I think that's really smart. It's neat, too, that each one of these characters, like they have these predetermined characters that you can get an entire back story on and they yeah. have different dialogue options which is cool or you can just say fuck it i'm going to make my own character and forego all that and just play it how you want to with any of the races species classes etc um it's it's a really cool game like it's it's just very well done and uh, yeah. i'm excited to have a reason to to play it um this way very cool man so I didn't only play old games. I did play uh, a new game, and it's one hot off the press of our last episode of our uh, June preview. Uh, yesterday, so on June 1st, the game Stonefly from Flight, or is it Flight Studio Games? What's the name of that studio? Flight School Studio. Um, they, uh, yes. They put this one out. I, I haven't played, I think I've played a couple of games, but the one from them that I really stood out was Creature in the Well. And that was that kind of dungeon pinball looking game. But Stonefly is one of our that was our that was a lumberjack smack quick look. Yeah, man, that was a, an old quick look. Uh, that's that's a cool game, though. Um, Stonefly mm -hmm. is a, 
kind of an, a weird setting. So you are in nature and you are bug sized as a human, but you control these tiny little mechs and you are uh, trying to grind resources, but doing some light combat against bugs in mech suits. And uh, this is, so I probably like got maybe three and a half hours into this game at this point in time. And it's a little bit different than I thought it was going to be. And I like the uh, unexpected surprises I'm getting from it. There's a lot of customization that I did not think was going to be present in this game. I thought that you would hop into a mech and that was kind of what was going on with it. I thought there might be different mech suits, but uh, no, you start off with a piece of shit mech that you have to fix and you are upgrading it. And apparently this game becomes a little bit of a slog on the back end of resource grinding um, to upgrade some of these things. I read a few reviews after putting some time into it today and everybody says, hey, the world's great. The mechs feel really cool. They look great, but there's a lot of repetition to upgrade in this game and uh, it can become a little bit of a slog, they say. I have not experienced that yet, but what I can say is it's got an awesome art style to it. Um, it's very much like Creature in the Well, where it's this weird kind of hand-drawn, like 60 style poster almost meets some 3D yeah, elements to got, it. It's got a really uh, unique art style, I think. Yeah. Uh, but the upgrade stuff is really neat on your mech, and it goes into a few different categories. So you have traversal, you have combat, you have upgrades for like defense systems. But there's even stuff like I'm I'm having to craft a uh, like a frost hole or something like that because I need to go into a snowy biome. So like you're doing shit like that, which is really cool. Um, the bugs start to come out when you're mining resources, and as you kill bugs, sometimes they drop a resource that you need back at your campsite. Uh, so I don't want to spoil stuff in the game, but you end up working with this crew of people, and one of the people there is more or less a shopkeep and you trade in your resources there's things that are just going to be worth money that you can give them as well but then you because of your father know how to work on mech so you have a little workstation you can upgrade your mech one of the cool things about it is is there's four colors on at least the first mech that you get and you can put in whatever hex code you want to so we have a casual hour mech in the oh. game which is really neat nice so Very nice. Uh, i was able to do the casual blue color on the mech with some some accents there uh it's got a good feel to it I think the story seems to be pretty uh, wholesome right now, and I like the the protagonist quite a bit. She seems all right. Uh, I, the music is awesome. It, it it is one of the most like laid back games I've seen that has to deal with some combat. A lot starts to happen, but they do some really clever things. So like when you first start the game, it might feel a little clunky, and that's by its intention. But as you upgrade, it starts to feel a lot better. So. As you knock these bugs on their back, that's when you can use wind to blow them off of the leaf petals and things of that nature. Whenever the bugs are flipped over, it's kind of hard to, the early in the game, to get them all in a spot where you're corralling them off of this leaf or rock or whatever you're on. One of the first upgrades you get is like this vacuum deal that just collects all the bugs into one pile and then you can just hit that pile right off the side. So it gets a lot better the oh, more nice. that you're taking on. Chase, I do think that you'll appreciate a lot of what's going on with it from like a mech standpoint. I think you'll like the style. I don't know how long it would last for you. It is on the switch. Uh, it's 20 bucks. I think it's definitely a great play. I'm playing it on PC. Um, I think the switch is a 
probably a really great home for this game. And I think it would make a lot of sense to play it there. It's it's really cool. Um, I haven't ran into those hiccups yet that I've read in a few reviews. But my early early take on it is I'm having a good time with it. Uh, I would call it one of the infamous pod. It's a great podcast game. If you wanted to throw something on while you're just blowing bugs off leaves, uh, could be for a good time. I, I definitely plan on playing it. It looks it looks really cool. I like that kind of combat where it's stunning and and then blowing them off the the branches. That that stuff looks really cool. I'm I'm digging a lot of what it's doing. Uh, I might. I, 20 bucks isn't that bad i'll probably no. just end up buying it but i could see it being on the wish list for a little bit just to see if it it comes yeah. down at all for sure um so i'll keep you updated on that one uh had, i'm having a good time with it i don't know how long it is I, I don't think it's very very long based off of what i'm piecing together here all right chase if i'm not making you proud with mechs i'm gonna make you proud with something else I'm I'm disappointed in myself because I have not found the time to play this demo. Uh, what we're talking about here, folks, is the Scarlet Nexus demo. Was exclusive to Xbox two weeks ago. Came to the PlayStation Store on the 28th of May. Uh, currently no demo on PC, however. So I hopped onto my PlayStation 5, downloaded the demo... And I will tell you that I think Scarlet Nexus is pretty fucking cool. I would concur with that statement, Bobby. Um, I've played through as both of the characters so far in the demo. It's not a very long demo. Um, it was 20, 20, 30 minutes. minutes. It gives you a tutorial and then you get to do a boss battle. Um, and uh, we talked about this on our preview, but the gameplay, like you can play the entire game as either character and it's not just a reskin it's a completely different group of side characters and story for each one so that's really cool and each one of the characters plays pretty different in my opinion i think that the the female character is a bit more of a ranged character where the male character is a bit more of a melee character yeah that's, that's the one i played as um, um which did you prefer I, it's weird because there's certain things like the, the companions you have with one character. I'm like, okay, I like these companions quite a bit, but I thought that the range abilities for the female looked awesome. And I think that they allowed for a bit more spectacle. There was a really nice weight to the, the melee abilities from the, the male character though, that I thought was really cool. Um, and I'm trying to go like so he his companions one was like pyro, another was uh, kind of a harden or a shield. Uh, can't remember what the other two were for him. The 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 girl had an electric attack, an invisibility attack, kind of a almost a stasis where you are moving really uh, really quick. Everybody else is moving really slow. I can't remember the last one with her, but it does that. It's not quite like a rock, paper, scissors situation, but certain enemy types are going to have weaknesses to some of your companion's abilities. So one enemy type has like an oil container on their head. So if you hit them with fire, that's going to create a really good, good effect for you. And your character, both of them have melee abilities and then uh, telekinesis. And the telekinesis and is awesome. It's so cool. It's so cool. Just, just picking up cars and slamming them into 
dude's faces. It uses the adaptive triggers also, which feels really mm-hmm. good on the dual sense. Um, yeah. One of the nice things that I liked about it, so the, uh, there's a um, there's like a Devil May Cry attribute to some of the uh, mechanics here, and one of them that I think is really smart, if you do one of these throws that we're talking about, if you do a telekinesis attack, if you keep holding down the right trigger after that item hits, you kind of dash up to the character yep. that you're, you're, you're fighting, and then you can go into a really nice melee combo. And then and that re- recharges your your psychic abilities. So it's you get into this this flow with the combat where you're in there. Well, I played as the dude, but you get up close, personal, build that meter back up, slam them with another object on the map, and then keep whacking them with your sword. And it it felt great. Like it. Yeah. I will be very tempted. Like I wasn't. This is completely off my radar until we talked about it last week. Uh, but now I'm thinking I might have to pick this one up this month. It, uh, and it looks good, too. Right? Like, yeah. it's, it like, it's not it Persona. It's there's no Persona 5, but, like, it has, it has a bunch of... Yeah, it has style. Uh, like, sure. flair to its UI. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, yeah. too, the, you don't uncover this in the demo, but I had watched a few videos on this game, and not too dissimilar from a Persona game, uh, your your companions, those social links that you develop with them, unlock more abilities with them, and so in between things, you're you're building that relationship with your team, and that's unlocking more with them. They all work on cooldowns. Some some take longer than others when it comes to that, and they do a good job of calling out like, "Hey, you should use so and so here," or like, "Hey, so and so, help out." And that's like, "Oh yeah, that person has this thing." One really cool thing, um, so R2 triggers your telekinesis. Johnny mentioned that that's on a cooldown meter that, not cooldown, but it's on a, a, a gauge that you fill up with melee. There are environmental things that you can grab with the L2 button. And every time that you do that, it's a pretty big event. So when you hit yeah. with it, oh, there's always a follow-up so action. So it's not quite a quick yeah. time event, but it's like, okay, you did that. Now push your right thumbstick down at this time, and it does a yeah. follow-up with it. Those are really cool. You do have a super mm-hmm. in the game, of course. Um, but it is hyper stylized. The story, I don't I couldn't tell you a whole lot about the story based off of this early, early demo. I like the design stuff quite a bit. It reminds me mm-hmm. of like um Twilight Princess Underworld meets near. Is the style that I would say some of the the creatures have like or near near twilight? That's what you're saying. Near twilight. If you remember, like there was something really or like ornate about like even how Ganon had that helmet on for a while in the game, and then mm-hmm. like you know what I'm talking about. Like a lot of the creatures have that sort of thing on it. Yeah. Uh, Chase, I think that you're going to like this game quite a bit. I think I, I think, think it would tick a lot of right boxes system. for you. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh man, the the L two attacks. So like it pick up two cars, and you you L two, and then like have to depending on what direction the attack was going, you push both your sticks inward, and it slams these things into the side of uh, whatever monster you're targeting, and it it just it feels great. Like it's it's got it's got the finishers too. Like if you do circle and triangle. When you have a certain companion activated, you'll do a big finish with one of them, and that's awesome as well. But that game comes out on June 25th. It is on Xbox, it's on PlayStation, and PC. 
I have not heard about Switch. I I would be shocked if it came that way, just based off of all yeah. that it's trying to do right now. Um, but maybe if that you know that rumored Switch Pro is a is yeah. a thing, this might be mm, might be there. Um, anything else on that one, Johnny? Uh, if you haven't played as the, the girl, I say go back and check her out. She's really cool. I was definitely gonna replay as her just to see get a feel for it because that way, if I do pick it up. I have a good idea who I want to play as. Yeah. Um, no, nothing, nothing else there for me. Awesome, man. Um, so just to recap, I played Divinity, Stonefly, and then we both played Scarlet Nexus. Yeah. Uh, you and I got to play a game on this past, I don't know what night it Saturday? was. Saturday night we played mm-hmm. uh, a game that, surprisingly enough, not to jump into the news, yeah. got a pretty substantial update today for free. Yeah. And, and uh, why I ta- don't think my computer has installed that yet. Uh, Maybe. I have it installed on mine, and Maybe boy, howdy, it's nice. Okay. Where, did you go to the Microsoft store mm-hmm. to check for that update? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we played No Man's Sky. We did. And um, Johnny, why don't you tell us about how that's been for you? It's been great, man. I, since this game, I, I have a history with this game. Uh, a lot of people have with this game. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was incredibly hyped for it uh, before A lot it of came people out. were incredibly hyped for a it. A lot of people were. Um, I Joel had, McHale lied to us. He did. This game was on... Um, the, the, the uh, What's his name? Who's the... Uh, Sam or Sean? The guy from the studio? Keeley. Sean Jeff Keeley. Sean Murray was oh, on... Oh, yeah, Sean. Yeah. Was on mm. the fucking late night with Colbert yeah. showing this game. Yeah, they they hyped this game there and back again, and I feel like Sony kind of threw them under the bus a little bit when things didn't yep. didn't go so great. But at any rate, uh, since then, since it had a tumultuous launch, uh, and another game that I returned on Steam, uh, mostly because it didn't run really well on my computer at the time, uh, I have since gone back almost every year and played some of this game. Uh, usually really intensely over a two, three-week period. It's all I want to do is play No Man's Sky. Um, And I think this may be the most intense craving I've had to continue playing this game uh, since I've done that. So you and I started it up the other night because it's on Game Pass. You can play it on PC. You can play it on Xbox. It's it's cross-save. It's got an actual multiplayer mode now does yeah so we we played together uh we we each started a brand new character Mm -hmm. uh not a whole lot you can like it's just fixing your ship and then building fixing your drive so you can leave the atmosphere of the planet that you start on and we we went to a second planet i think and then from there um this has been what i've been playing primarily uh since saturday and i have since uh i bought a few more ships i went on lot like i i had a save that i had a lot of time put into on playstation obviously that doesn't carry over to pc or, or xbox uh so i was a little frustrated that i had to start over again but whatever no big deal so i went on youtube to look at like okay i know last year year before when i played this like there's there's certain meta of like this is the best way to earn money in the game. Um, so I looked it up again 
yesterday and the top video, I watched it. I was like, this this can't be serious. This has to be a joke because the guy was like, well, the best way to make money is you just go to the Nexus, which is so it used to not be a hub that other players could go to because last time I played was before multiplayer was introduced. But it, it is it's this this space station that you can call anywhere in the galaxy to yourself. Um, and you go there and it has like story related stuff to it um, that you're supposed to go and talk to these characters. But it's also, I assume, becomes important later on because there's things that I can't interact with yet there. Uh, but he's like, you just stand in this area and you'll probably get other players sharing items with you because you can you can move stuff from your inventory to other players inventory. And he's like, you know, these are the most valuable item in the game. And he like just deposited them to another player. It's like, OK. I don't think this is legitimate, but what the hell? So last night, uh, when I was I was hanging out with my wife upstairs, I put No Man's Sky on the Xbox, and I just let it sit there. And I checked on it every 20 to 30 minutes, and sure enough, people were giving me valuable materials. They didn't give me the thing that the guy was giving out to other players in his game, but I got like 3 million units is what the currency is called worth, worth of stuff why do you think that is i i think that they just have a really nice community yeah uh you know it's it seems like these players who have been engaged with it for a long time uh you know they they've got their money making down pat and they're just there to help other players out because this it has so many like it's there's like so much levels. there, man. Like so many materials, so many recipes to craft. Um, you know, it, it can be a daunting thing to get into. Even for me, every, going back every year, I have to like relearn how to play it in some ways because there's just some stuff I don't remember. Um, yeah, I hadn't played it since launch. Yeah. So, you know, you need this material to make this and you need a refiner to break down this metal into something else that you then use to upgrade this piece. And it's... You know, it's it's one of those games. Um, so and we're going to we're going to play it on Friday, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So uh, I found a few planets that I've put bases on, and you can warp to those bases from any space station. Um, and there's a space station in every star system. So I found some cool places that we can visit. Um, I found a mechanical planet, oh, which shit. I'll show. I'll be showing you on uh on friday i found a paradise planet where i think i might build more of a permanent settlement um and i during work i just had no man's sky idling on my computer it's down in the dock and i made like 15 million credits off of the stuff people were just giving to me as i was hanging out there um but i don't know i i, I know bobby I think I feel the way about this type of game as Bobby does about Subnautica because I it's big statement, and I, I it, a lot of it has to just do with you know it's it's my kind of sci-fi like it's sure. it's you know you're going to whole new planets and it, like no one's ever been there before and that's really cool uh, to be like the first person to see the thing that this game has generated. And um, they've made some updated updates to the HUD. Uh, so if you hold the left trigger, 
and scan the horizon, it'll point out different points of interest because before it felt kind of aimless. Like you'd have to set up a beacon and use the beacon and the beacon would tell you things that are right. nearby. Um, it does a little bit differently now and you can tag those locations. Um, it'll even show you things that are underground. So it'll, like say like underground mineral, mineral deposit. Um, and I think that they've just made some really smart choices it's as far as the changes that they've made. Uncanny uh, how much it's different. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it's... Chase, I, I don't know if you have it. It'd be If you want to join us on Friday, it'd be fun. Uh, yeah, I downloaded it for PS4 like way back in the day, so it mm. would just be a matter of re-downloading it. Um, it it's possible. We'll see. Uh, John, anything else for yeah. you on that one? Um, no, I just I think to to conclude, like I, I think I say this every time I talk about this game, but it's it's pretty incredible that they've put this much stuff out for this game All for free. free. Yeah, like they they haven't charged a single cent for any of these updates, and they've they've improved and changed the game in some pretty significant ways over the last five years. So absolutely. Um, and yeah, I will. I'm going to check to make sure I get that update installed because there's some cool stuff added to that. Um, cool. Well, awesome. Well, that's our No Man's Sky update from Johnny. Yeah. Uh, before we hop over to the casual report tonight, I think we're going to take a quick break. Uh, grab yourself a drink, get comfortable, and we'll be back momentarily with the news. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you all are feeling relieved. I certainly am. Chase, Johnny, feeling good? Feeling great. Feeling uh, wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready to dive into the news? Because there's quite a few things to get yeah, to. Yeah, let's hear some news. Let's hear the news, man. All right. Let's start by getting political. Now. Mm, I'm out. <laughs> what? What? When you, when you guys think politics, you think Ubisoft, right? Uh, no, they, no, they, they are not. Many times their they, games are not political. Yeah, never do politics. Never, ever, never. I mean, Except Far Cry Five had like a burning American flag on it, and they're like, "No, not political." We're not trying to be political. So, no, uh, and this is actually different than what they had said not that long ago about Far Cry Six. Correct. But we're ready now. Uh, they've they've decided. Far Cry 6 is political, narrative director says. Oh, and it's uh, interesting. Where's it at again? Yeah. Is it Cuba? No, it's, I mean, yes. It, it's the country's Cuba, called right? Yara. Cuba, please. Cuba. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's essentially, it is a, a South American or uh, Caribbean island, probably, okay. uh, called Yara. And there is a dictator... Uh, who very much seems like a communist-style dictator, and you're living in this country that has a lot of uh, cars and things that look like they're probably from the 50s. So, for all intents and purposes, yes, it's Cuba. They've they worked with. So you're saying. So you're saying it's okay to get political when it's uh, socialist, but Correct. when it's capitalism, no, there's no. Just, no. just making sure. Yes, yeah, is... exactly, James. This is off of, like this is a follow up statement off of the gameplay that was shown, correct? 
Is that how this this came after the reveal? Yeah, this came after the gameplay reveal. Okay, because in the um, in the trailer they're talking about we don't have anything like we have to use sardine cans, and they have the Macarena gun that shoots out disc and darts and yeah. shit. So it's I mean it's a balancing act, right? Like you can you can have both of these things. You can have right. it be kind of goofy, but you can also be telling a somewhat serious story. Um, and you know they say a story about a modern revolution has to be political. Um, you know, so that's that's really all there is. I to think this. that I game looks to... like a real good time. Yeah, I mean, look, as much as I disliked Far Cry Five on yep. the whole, the times that you and I played together and just goofed around was just as much fun as we have as I've had in those games going back to three. Can Chorizo um, be a best and, new character? Got, I think so. And it's got a Gustavo Fring in it, so I yeah, man. bad, right? Giancarlo Esposito, it's, I believe is his name. I think it looks uh, really, really good. I think they, they're leaning into the just cause mentality a lot on this one. It's like first person yeah. just cause, in my opinion. And that's, yeah, and that's I'm, fine. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. We're going back to the jungle. Yep. Uh, there's other, other climates there as well, uh, but it looks like they're embracing the wacky, and I... I'm excited for this game. October seventh. Yeah, it's got, I, I get excited for every new Far Cry game after playing yeah. three and really loving that one. Um, it's also interesting yeah. that um, this one you're playing as a native of this land, whereas usually you're playing as an outsider. Even mm -hmm. in four, yeah. your mother was a native of of um, I forget the name of the country, but like the Himalayan area. No, yeah, no, you've never four. been there. Like it was a foreign land to you. It was great. Uh, Troy Baker did an excellent job as pagan men, um, and uh, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. Johnny, do you still have uh, your Ubisoft Plus account? No, I don't. Is, is that something you think you'll fire back up for this game? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, fifteen bucks a month is probably as long as I play it. So. Yeah. Um. No, I think I think that'll be a good time, and that version also comes with all the goodies that you know the right. It'll be it'll be the the fancy version with all the bells and whistles. Um, so yeah, that's definitely the route that I will. Probably I forgot that go. that game had got pushed back too. I didn't. I forgot. I, I was under the assumption that oh, this is going to be a 2022 game because, like you just mentioned, I completely forgotten that it was delayed already. Absolutely. Um, I just you know after the. The sour taste Man. that Far Cry Five left in my mouth. And you didn't yeah, play New Dawn, wasn't. right? Did neither, neither one of you did. No, I didn't. But you, you said it was. I was pretty like good. New, for new, it was. Yeah, Five mechanically played really well. It was just dumb. It was one of the dumbest games I played in a long time. But New Dawn. It, what's yeah. up? No, go ahead. Sorry. New Dawn is the same map. It's just mm -hmm. a reskin almost, like a different story. It's yeah. set a, a decent amount of years after the events of Five. Yeah. Um, and I think that they... It's along the same vein as, like, Blood Dragon was, right? Like Kind it's... of. This is, like, they're using some stuff from New Dawn in this one because you're, you're crafting your weapons. Resources are very slim for you. You're part of a, quote-unquote, rebellion rising up against what happened after the uh, events of Five. And the, some of the weapons you get in that game I thought were really good because, again, they're, they're like paper clips and rubber bands, you know? Like, it's just real dumb shit. And it... It was a, a sharp turn away from five, which was like melodrama, overly serious, just dumb bullshit. Yeah, with the bliss bullet. 
God, it was so stupid. Man. How did we never get a Blood Dragon 2? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Cool as, hell. So I, as long as I can throw a shovel, like a javelin, and <laughs> Far Cry 6. Dude, that's all you did. Like, I would be, you I'll would be just, happy. I'd be talking to an NPC trying to do something serious, and all of a sudden, this smiley face shovel would come flying through the air, and Johnny would just be <laughs> cackling. And that, I heard this on the ground, oh, 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 oh. And then you have to help them back up. So I reach down, and when you do that, Every single time in the game, because not only was this a very serious story about America, every character looked like they shopped through some sort of red, white, and blue version of Walmart with a mullet. And so you see just the most ridiculous person picking up. Billy Ray Cyrus picks up this person next to a smiley face shovel, only to hear, thunk, and then Johnny just cracking up again. Now, I think that there's some, that it was good, but I... I got very excited. That's all I'll say. After all the bullshit that happened with five, I'm very excited about six. Yes, sir. Um, you guys, did you ever download any ROMs from ROM Universe? Because I know I did. I don't know. I've never downloaded a ROM. Whoa. What are you trying to do here? What's the third degree? Yeah, I'm not. I'm taking the fifth. I'm taking yeah. the fifth here. What I the will fuck's not wrong with you? Why would you ask us? Of, like, why would you assume that we did that? I. You know another nothing. person who should probably plead the fifth? This this guy that ran this website? This guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, Nintendo uh, a couple years ago dropped like a bunch of copyright claims on these various ROM websites. Uh, most of them got shut down or at the very least don't host Nintendo ROMs anymore. Um this other one called uh, ROM Universe, which I misspoke. I never visited and do not condone. Never heard of it. Why yeah, would you? Yeah. You're not a terrible uh, person. Not, not anyway, uh, so this guy, he, you know, he didn't take a lesson from the trial of Ted Bundy and decided to defend himself, wow. which is never a good idea. Even if you are innocent. It's not a good idea to defend yourself in court because the law, it turns I, out, like, even if you, even if you are a lawyer, you shouldn't do it. Right. You should you should let other people handle it for you. Uh, but he decided not to do that. He also uh, disagreed with the allegations and decided to fight Nintendo back in court with you know, like I said, without an attorney. Uh, he argued that the site wasn't breaking any laws and that he hadn't uploaded any of the ROMs himself. Here's here's the problem. Uh, he had sworn statement that completely contradicted that. Also, on this website, you could pay him for faster download speeds. So uh, it's one thing to host copyrighted material and allow people to download it, you know, without paying for it. It's another thing entirely for you to then profit off of said copyright materials. And I look, I... I disagree with a lot of what copyright law does in this country. I think it's it's oftentimes bad and harmful. Uh, if you just look at what's happening with Twitch and all these DMCA takedowns that are happening. All the hot tubs. Yeah, it's, it's completely fucked. And the whole system needs to be changed. But the law is the law. And if you try and make money off of this stuff, that's that's when they will try and hurt you the most. And Nintendo was awarded uh, $2.1 million in damages to this gentleman from this gentleman. So 
Uh, so of course, there's. We're like, not going to get any ROMs anytime soon from him. No, probably not. Uh, I, you know, I, I assume like there will be appeals, and like he can probably get that amount taken down. But that's man, what a what a painful lesson to learn. It's uh, and that's it. There's no more ROMs. Like they're all. That's done it. Now. They're gone. You can't find them anywhere else on the internet. Nintendo won. Um. Yeah. That's uh, that's let's see. A, a real dumb pro gamer move there. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead because we'll we'll talk about the E3 stuff all kind of collectively. Uh, hey, Bobby, you remember what an easy time we had getting these awesome Series 3000 GPUs last year? How easy it was. For who? Or, for you or, or for I, me? Am I misremembering? Because I, one of us, one of us that did all right. The other one had to go. A long time. Uh huh. Okay, Bobby, you remember how most people? Um, so, I mean, we we knew this was coming. N- Nvidia announced uh, there's a 3070 and 3080 Ti uh, cards coming out tomorrow. The 3080 Ti is. Do you know what time uh, they're launching? For asking for a friend. I, I don't. I believe they're only being. Uh, should should I just go? Price. Should I just go to my Best Buy and talk to the 55 people in line right now? So if you want to go to Best Buy, you'll have to drive all the way to Springfield, Missouri, because that was the only one in Missouri that was going to have any stock available. Uh, And yes, there are people camping out as we speak. Not really surprised. Uh, And Pokemon cards while you're at it. God. Um, Yeah, this is just it's so Johnny, I think almost like paperware. Like, I, I don't believe it actually exists until. I see the I see one when I walk into a store. The thing that like is wild to me, and we're not gonna get down like this rabbit hole, but just just to put it out there for the those who aren't unfamiliar, the thirty eighties that came out, MSRP was six ninety nine. And it was yeah. a significant improvement off of what was there before. Huge. Massive. It was finally jump. the card that a lot of people felt was worth upgrading from or yeah. to from, you know, the nine hundred, the thousand series. Right. So that happens, and those cards are not available, as you joked about, for anyone. And those cards right now, even if they're open box and used, the 3080 on eBay is still fetching anywhere from $2,000 to uh, $2,300 for, for one of those cards. That's crazy. And this, this yeah. new card that's coming out is also supposed to be an improvement over the 3080, but I think mm-hmm. some of the things I'm seeing on it is that it's really only like somewhere between like an eight to twelve percent improvement, which yeah, is not, not a lot. And I don't think, especially considering, like that's a pretty big jump in price. Yeah, it goes up to twelve hundred. So it's, if you can find one, if you can find one. <laughs> now the big thing about this one, this is the main reason I'm bringing it up. We t- we joked about NFTs and shit at the beginning. There's supposedly stuff on these cards that will be nerfing the ability to do crypto mining, and so they're hoping that people will shy away from these. Because there's some things in place now. I don't know. Like I think that's why you're seeing some of these 3080s that, like what you and I have, continue to go up in price because they don't have that software on them. But yeah, that they there's certainly is not going to be anybody out there who finds a way to you know undo that. Yeah, but that's only it, part of the problem too, right? Because like it's it's still even if these are not made for crypto, 
there is still a global chip shortage going yep. around. Mm-hmm. That yeah, there's, there's just still all sorts of problems. Dude, there's there's not cars on car lots right now. Like there's like literally can't like there. Again, I'm not trying to go down these side roads here, but like I've got family that sells cars for a living and it's pretty scary right now because there's just nothing out there. Like there's lots and lots and lots of cars sitting waiting on chips and it's it's just like that's the that's one aspect of this bigger problem. But here we have these GPUs coming out. Um, you know, I, I know that certain computer manufacturers have even said like, hey, there's going to be shortages. I, I think Samsung even said that they were like not releasing a certain model phone this year because of chip shortages and outside looking in nvidia like they know what the market's doing right now they know there's like a high demand for it i is this the right time for that card i don't i who's to say but when people yeah when people are legit like across the board buying pre-builts yanking the the processor out of a pre-built and then selling it for scraps just to get that's the cheaper way here to get these cards to buy a full fucking computer i you have to wonder like can can crypto mining and like outside of chip shortages alone but like can this crypto scene can 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 there be a shared space for video game enthusiasts and this like i just it, it's been a problem for years now where the prices they, of gpus have gone through they, the roof They've tried to combat it because there are computers built specifically to complete these tasks. But I think it's it's there's, you have a lot of there's cards that Nvidia is making that have no outports on them. Yep. There's no video out on these cards. They're designed solely to crypt. Like it's just so stupid. Yeah, it's it's really dumb. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. I don't. I know that we're trying to talk about other shit. Uh, it's. I mean, it's still. It's, it's I, still interesting. Uh, anyway, let's, let's move on to a, ch- a story just, that chases. I just like, I just like the phrase solely to crypt. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's a good one. <laughs> I crypt um, is a verb. It's a good, it's a good one. Uh, Chase. Chase. So yeah, but get a PC, bud. It's not, now's the time. <laughs> yeah. It's no. the perfect time. Actually, Johnny, why don't you go down to the Sony news? Because I think that is also somewhat affected by this chip shortage stuff. Yeah. Uh, at least part of it. Yeah. Uh, which, which part of it? The the consoles? The final part of it. But why don't you talk about all of it? Okay. Yeah. So Sony, uh, a few things from them. Last week, we got uh, our first big look at Horizon Forbidden West, which I know uh, Bobby and I are both very excited for. Um, it's already Bobby's in Bobby's top five games of all time. It's, it's already there. Um, I'll say I've, I've been sitting on that one for a while because I haven't had anything for some time and it, the list was getting concerned that something had happened to me. And so this trailer comes out and I, I looked at Sarah. I'm like, well, there's my probably number three game of all time already. Like you're yep. watching it unfold. So the list is, uh, list is there. And you know, I, Bobby, I can't say I falter with that for that. Cause this game looks damn. It looks really good. good. It does look, it, does look it looks incredible. And I, I can't wait to play this game. And, um, when can well, you play this game? Well, good fucking Bobby question. And I, Yes. So, uh, no, recently, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, I, re- I know what happened, Johnny. I know we don't have a date. 
after this trailer went on, I went to Twitter to get some information because that's where you go to get information. Yeah, exactly. And apparently, the reason we don't have a date and the reason we don't have anything is is that Sony did not make Aloy look feminine enough. Mm. And so the game's probably canceled at this point in time based off of what a lot of people were saying and that uh, Aloy should be wearing more makeup and she should be more feminine and she should have those qualities. And I think that's why the the game is not being... So uh, chip shortages aside, you know, Sony missed the mark there. So fuck fuck everybody, man. Fuck everybody. Yeah, fuck, fuck those people. Hey, hey, that oh god, I, I wasn't even going to talk about that tonight because it just gets me too upset. Um, but uh, as far as like when we'll be able to play this game is concerned, so Bobby and I have gone back and forth as we are want to do about lots of different things. Um, and they didn't put a date at the end of this trailer, and they're like, okay, you know what that means? Not coming out this year. Like, as recently as the end of February, Jim Ryan was like, yeah, it's coming out holiday 2021. I was like, okay, well, that makes it seem like it's and probably not coming out this year. Today... He's, he's never had to backpedal, ever. Yeah. Uh, today, a different person at Sony said they are targeting a holiday 2020, 2021 release uh, and will confirm that release date soon. So I guess it's kind of a toss-up. At this point, with I, me leaning probably towards January, February, March of next year. Um, it's it's weird I, to me, man, that they would do this presentation so close to their, their E3 period and also half halfway through the year, first time mm-hmm. showing something off without a date is a little, a little weird maybe, to me as well. Maybe it's that down to the wire for them because this well, game has I, been I, in development. I don't, I don't for, doubt it, man. I yeah, don't. like it, it's been in development for at least a few years now. So I also these think last. Go ahead. To what Chase was alluding to earlier. <laughs> yes, this is coming out on PlayStation Four. There's not a lot of people with PlayStation Five still. It's still hard to get, and I yeah. think that maybe even if the game was capable of coming out Ready. in 2021, you know, yeah. push this. This is a, this is a console seller. Like this is what sold the PS4 Pro. Like all those huge upgrades they did visually for the PS4 Pro, this is yeah. a, this is a console seller for sure. Yeah, so maybe maybe it does get that bump. Gorilla gets a little bit more time to to polish things up. Uh, at any rate, I am incredibly excited to play this game. It the gameplay, like uh, the new monsters they showed off, looked really cool. It was basically an Oliphant from Lord of the Rings, but a robot. Uh, Aloy has this cool mask that she puts on to breathe underwater. Um, he has a fucking grappling and, hook, Johnny. He had a grappling hook and an umbrella grappling that you can use to, yes. to glide down. And I, man, they they sprinkled some Breath of the Wild in there, and I am here for yeah. it. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so, one of the things, too, that I, I know, I don't know if we have it on here, but to tie this back up, they, they had talked about there's a new model PlayStation 5 that they're working on due to the chip shortage that's going to have a reworked part of it based e- off the ship the chip or something mm-hmm. yeah and that it's not I don't know if it's going to be I don't think it's to be confused with like a half step this early or anything to that degree but it's a, a, legi- a legitimate constantly console revisions like throughout the life yeah, cycle this is just based off of the chip shortages they're having to pivot a little bit 
And so that could help out uh, early next year. But yeah, what what other games totally were announced that are still coming out in 2021? Uh, neither of these two. That oh, weird. Uh, Gran Turismo 7, which I don't know if that ever got. That was never like, 2021. 2020. Was it? No. Okay. Yeah, God of so War, however. God of War, yes. When they teased it last year, it said 2021. But given it has been radio silence from Sony Santa Monica, uh, you and I were in agreement like this is not coming out this year. No way. And that, that, that turns out to be true because uh, today they put out a uh, one of those nice uh, notes on Twitter uh, saying since the release of the next God of War teaser last year, uh, we've been humbled by the amount of love our community has shown us, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we remain focused on delivering a top quality game and while maintaining the safety and well-being of our team, creative partners and families. With this in mind, we've made a decision to shift our release window to 2022. Uh, so I hope we still at least get like a trailer or something. I think that's why Horizon got bumped up. I think God of War is a show. So I think the only other game that could potentially like steal the show from a new cycle is Breath of the Wild. Not yeah. that God of the War won't get it. That's but has Sony even announced any E3 plans? Mm-mm. Nope. I Nothing. mean, they're not participating like they, in E3. They might, they're they're going to do their own thing. Yeah, like they might. Yeah, but they might skip the show entirely. Like, right. I, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if we. Oh, they they are. They've already confirmed they are from yeah. from them. Well, uh, yeah, but they're not doing anything officially with E3. But that doesn't mean they won't do something on their own during the same time. But I right. don't think they're even going to do that. I think they will. They will wait because they know they can wait, so they can just do a state of play on God of War, you know, three months from now, and, yeah, and have their own time slot for it. So I, I just don't see them even. I bet you they do something with Jeff Keighley. E three activities or even the time period. Summer Game Fest could be. Yep. Yeah. Is this, isn't that where they showed off the controller the first time? Hmm. Yep. Keighley had that. Maybe. Um. Yeah. Uh. Chase, you are the resident. Sonic the Hedgehog aficionado here. And yes, uh, Sega put out a little event, Sonic Central, last week. And I watched it. Did you watch it? Uh, I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few things announced there. Uh, they're making a remaster of Sonic Colors, which I always kind of wanted to play because it sounded like it was the better Sonic game to come out in the 2000s uh did you were you a fan of that i game? have not i haven't i have not played the that one um it also got a 3ds version uh which and i heard both were very good and i just never experienced those but yeah that's the one with the wisps um yep. it seems it seems kind of interesting I, it's it's fascinating that they're remastering a sonic game uh and I mean, they picked a decent one, but it still seems like just I mean, there's they just threw a dart at so many. And, and when are, one and went like, okay, yeah. why they gotta why they gotta throw shade at my guy Shadow like that? Hmm? Give the world the Shadow the Hedgehog sequel they've been clamoring for. <laughs> um, they also announced uh, uh, there's going to be uh, games on new platforms. Uh, PlayStation Now is going to get Sonic Mania, Team Sonic Racing. Uh, there's going to be a new cartoon 
Sonic Colors Rise of the Wisps, uh, and a brand new Sonic game, which they showed a like a CGI trailer for that. Uh, yeah, like the trailer is a strong word. Yeah, it, it was teaser. barely a teaser. Teaser. Yeah, uh, that's so yeah. 2022. Uh, I, I think maybe the most interesting thing that came out of this, well, for me anyway, being an the old Sonic fan, is that there is a there's well, yes, absolutely that that hot knuckles bling that fans of hip hop culture that was as the uh, no, it. it's a uh, what was it called Sonic Sonic Origins Collection or something like that mm-hmm. um, that combines Sonic one two three. 3 and Knuckles, or Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, yeah. Sonic and Knuckles, and Sonic CD, which is which is one that gets left off of a lot of these collections. I don't think I've ever played is, Sonic CD. It's kind of like the last Sonic game in that style. It's okay. It's it's kind of a different thing. It uh it tries to do like a back to the future kind of thing. If you go fast enough and you hit this hit this point in the level, you can time travel to different parts of of like a level in the past or in the future and it yeah i guess i, I guess I, I like metal sonic a lot so metal sonic plays a big part in that nobody was as impressed with the baby sonic keychain out of all this no I mean, it's all about that chain all right i need no, that it's, knuckles it's all one. about being able to have sonic in two point hospital and in the Olympics game as a mascot. Now, now that looks good. That looks fantastic. <laughs> that looks. That was so. Can you imagine if you saw that on the actual Olympics? Yes, like, I can. A man in a Sonic suit running against Usain Bolt. Just. <laughs> it's a dream. Anyway. Um, uh, finally here. Uh, E3, as we said, is right around the corner, and uh, some we're finally getting some some dates and times for this stuff. Ubisoft announced uh, their Ubisoft Forward E3 2021 stream is happening on the 12th, and that's going to happen at uh, 12 p.m. Pacific time, which will be 10 a.m. our time. Uh, and it'll be political. Political. All politics, all the time. They're actually having. It's on Fox uh, News, actually. That's what they're yeah. doing. Sean, Sean Hannity is going to be shoutcasting it, actually. Um, Tucker Carlson's in the new Just Dance. He's going to talk to you about. Never mind. I, I don't need to go there. Carl, Carlson doing the Carlton. Oh, you know, that's, no. That's who's the, who's the mass singer? That's what I want to know. Laura Ingram. Ugh. But. but she gives it away when she gives it a, a, a Nazi salute. Oh, oh, oh. yikes! Uh, and uh, today, Nintendo announced they're doing a Nintendo Direct with roughly forty minutes of info focused exclusively on Nintendo Switch software, mostly releasing in twenty twenty one. You know what's the mo- You know what's not included in that mostly? Bobby, I was waiting until I was done reading this tweet before we discuss that. Uh, and then three hours of gameplay at uh, their Trias Live. No, it's not going to be Breath of the Wild 2. God damn it. They're going to show it. They're going to show something with it in 2022. And that's the, that's the only one that's mostly not there. And the internet right. will blow up. We'll get uh, another Twilight Princess remake. And <laughs> Look, if... 
I'd take, I'd take if, another Wind Waker remake. If they would give Dude, me yes. Wind Waker on the Switch and push back Breath of the Wild, I will I will allow it. Um, yeah, they need to do... I mean, look, I understand development is very hard right now, more difficult than it is normally. It's video games are... It's amazing they come together at all under normal circumstances. I hold no ill will against any of the fine people making these games. Uh, Anuma, Miyamoto, thank you for making these Zelda games over the years. It's amazing. But I just need to play Breath of the Wild 2. I need it to happen. I just want to know what the fuck's going on. Like, I, like yeah. not with development. I just want to know what that, what's happening in that game. story. That trailer what's was fucking wild. And I've been waiting years just to find out, like, what is happening? A direct sequel? A direct sequel. Like, that's a fucking big deal for Zelda franchise. Like, yeah, when's the last time it at happens? The end of that game, yeah, and at the end of that game, it's pretty... It's it's alluded to that, like, hey, that's it. This is the final piece in the timeline. You just, you've seen the beginning. You've seen the end. There's a lot to go, to go between them. I want to know what's going on. I'm just fucking curious. And, you know, the fact that the last time I talked to you, Nintendo, you're like, hey... I know I was going to talk to you about Breath of the Wild, but I got Skyward Sword here with me tonight. Skyward is that Sword. cool? Is that cool? Yeah, that, that game's aged well, right? Oh, by the way, uh, we're also going to tie Fast Travel, which wasn't in the main game, uh, to this amiibo that, for whatever reason. Anyway, I am excited for Nintendo. There's supposed to be a new Switch. There's supposed to be a new Zelda. Two things I want very much from Nintendo. Um, I'd also kindly take another Mario and Rabbids as well while we're at it. Ooh. Oh, okay. Wild card. Uh, yeah. I, wild card for the Ubisoft press conference. A new Mario plus Rabbids. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's I, been think, long enough. I think so. What about, what about Zelda plus Rabbids? Now we're talking. Just cutting fucking bunnies <laughs> in Hyrule Field. <laughs> actually, actually fuck, fuck all that shit. Fire Emblem plus Rabbids. Oh, Breath that's... of the Wild, oops, all rabbits. That's a winning formula. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, that's I, all the Ubisoft I, I conferences. Want... It's just crossovers with I... rabbits and established Nintendo franchises. I do want another Fire Emblem. Uh, I think it's at this point they they're it's time for them to say, here's the remake of whether it's four, whether it's six, whether it's uh if one it's of the games with Ike in it. Uh, this is about the time. Now, it's too early. It's too early for that. We just have that. Um, like, chronologically, the next one for them would be would be four. Uh, yeah. Which is very similar to Three Houses in a lot of ways with the way it works. I could see that. I could see them going with the one with Roy, because people know him from Smash Brothers. I could see them doing the Tellius games, uh, which are the ones with Ike. Again, because of Smash Brothers, he's an extremely popular character. Um I, it's it's about time for them to tell us something new about Fire Emblem. I, I feel yeah, the same way about look forward to seeing what that is. Mario Kart. I think it's time for a new Mario Kart too. Uh, yeah, that one's interesting. They they don't often. I mean, I don't think they ever have put two Mario Karts on the same system. Even but though this is not this is a the new old Mario Kart, Kart that we have, right. it's eight deluxe. But right. if if that right. new Switch comes out, I think cars and are pretty easy to do in four K. Yep. Mario Kart in 4K. Mario Kart 4K thousand. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh no, I 
I don't know what we're gonna do. Shiny chrome wheels, but now in 4K. I'm 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 totally stealing this from uh, friend of the show, friends of the show, Giant Bomb. uh, But they said if this new switch isn't called the Super Switch, then they will have failed. That's good. And I am in whole agreement with that. But you know they're gonna call it something stupid. The Virtual Switch. The new Switch Pro. No, that's stop it. No, I don't think it'll have pro in it. I think it'll just be called the new switch, the new Nintendo switch. That's so stupid. Called the uh, Switch. It is. That's dumb. So <laughs> we we've talked a little bit like embrace it. Called the switch. I, 64. I don't, I don't know if we're going to be able to do like an actual live live stream of this stuff, but I do think that we might do some talking over Look, recap. We'll bring the hottest most succulent takes that you've ever heard about E3. Wow. So this just, just got real just sexual. A, a, <laughs> uh, My body wasn't ready for that, Johnny. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> um, I love this time of year. I do too. Um, it's always I exciting. Do. Even when the games aren't releasing when you want them to, at least we get to know more about the things that are coming out. Uh, aside from what we talked about, the thing I am most hoping to hear more about is probably Elden Ring, because it's been two fucking years since we got that teaser well, trailer. Why uh, you took? I know you guys do not care whatsoever, uh, but okay, yeah, real quick. I, I just said what my most my pipe dream is to to get no more Elden Ring and to see a release date. What are your two guys's? What's top I, of your list? I am going to withhold mine for next week when we break down E3 and talk through that. Is that what okay. we're, doing? we're doing next week? Is that next week? The, it'll be the week after, won't it? Well, well, E3 would start next week, but do we do prediction stuff? Yeah, I, I don't know. Let's let's not decide that right now. Let's decide that. Yeah. Off okay. we'll, well, we'll I just I just gave uh, it away. I mean, yeah, I gave mine away, too. I, I just want Fire Emblem. You okay. know, I mean, but everyone, that's I that's your natural state. I want though. Dark Souls Four. Yes. Uh, Bobby, why don't you take us home? Gladly. Uh, so, a lot of fun games that we talked about tonight. Uh, Chase brought us back to Pokemon Sword and Shield. Talked to you a little bit about that new Stonefly. Talked about Divinity on the iPad. Johnny and I are having a really good time with Scarlet Nexus, uh, and Johnny is in no man's sky he is the sky uh this past monday chase and i had a really odd strange casual monday where we played a pokemon mmo i agree that was so weird it was so weird um and we talked about it just a little bit ago but this friday uh coming up at 10 30 p.m central time uh it's gonna be uh no man's sky and, and johnny i'll be playing that chase may or may not join um if you are listening to this fresh as it's delivered tune in tonight 10 30 p.m to check us out uh chase and i still have to figure out what we're going to be doing next monday we've got some ideas to kick around um i'm i'm trying to find a game that we can both play and i have a few ideas to that chase and i will decide off pod and as we were mentioning earlier uh we're still trying to hammer out all the details for this year's e3 and what that looks like for us especially knowing that we have this whole other format of being live too uh, but you can find all those fun things uh, and what we're going to be doing. Uh, let me pull up the right one here. 
If you head out to chat or in our show notes, you can see all the dirty details of where you can find out our information across the board. But Mondays and Fridays, we play games at 1030. We do this podcast live at 730 p.m. Central Time uh, at the casual hour across the board. New episodes posted Friday morning. Chase, the gamer on the go, tell us about that. Yeah, not not much to tell. Uh, we're we're still working. Bobby and I are on this game. Uh, I think we've we've set a tentative date at this point, and hopefully that'll get us across the finish line. Yeah, uh, to to be able to record that one. But you can find that at gamersonthego.com once it's out, and we'll definitely tell you about it here. Totally. And Johnny, what are you playing with your son? Uh, we downloaded Drawful Two on the oh, Switch good. last night. Played some of that and it was a lot of fun. Awesome. Uh, well, that will be our show. Play something new. Hit us up on email or chat if there's something that you're interested in playing or what your predictions for E3 might be. We want to hear from you. And we'll be back Friday night at 10:30 here on Twitch.tv/slash The Casual Hour. Take care, everyone.